Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and today we're talking with Cara Rulo and Erica Clarity, the co-owners of Blooms of Boston. Together they launched this award-winning boutique. It's a floral and event design company that they launched back in 2010 and for the last decade they've achieved tremendous success. We'll talk to them about how they're managing their business during the pandemic, all while being full-time working moms. Good morning ladies and welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Well, I'm so happy to have you guys on. I have so much to ask you, but let's just start by how you met each other and your beginning in the business by working together at Winston Flowers here in Boston. Kara, I'll start with you first. Tell us about how this career got started for you. Um, so I started in 2004 in a local shop in actually Middleton. Um, and then my whole family's in the produce and the flower business. So I ended up at um, Winston, and I was doing um, design and also virtu- um, virtual merchandising. And Erica and I were both on the same merchandising team. We were just at two different locations. So we would always meet in Boston and have um, meetings together. And then we kind of just clicked and we would, do, you know, gossip about what's going on <laughs> in the store or uh, what's going on at the um at Winston's or whatever, and then we just kind of took took it from there. Our friendship grew. Erica, I'll go to you next. Why did you want to get into this business? Um, so I always, I mean, I can talk to people from high school as far back, and they always said that this is what I was going to do. I had different careers when I got out of school, um, but I always went back to this, just always. I ended up taking some courses at um, a community college, and then I began to intern at Winston's. And that kind of where I really learned the artist art of floral design, I would say. And then I stayed on with them and I've worked at, I worked at three of their retail locations as a visual merchandiser as well. So after like a combined year, 20 years of working together in the industry, you both noticed there was something seriously missing. It was, you know, sort of a, a lack of young modern design options. And you guys decided to take off on your own and create Blooms of Boston. Talk a little bit about how your collaboration with each other got started. Uh, we really was just doing stuff for friends like, oh, hey, can you do my wedding? And oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And, you know, we did just as like, you know, hobby almost. And one of my best friends got married, and it was a big wedding. And I said to Erica, you know, 
could you help me? This is, I am in over my head and, you know, I just need a lot of help. So we ended up doing that wedding together and everybody at the wedding was like, you don't do this. You don't have a business. And I'm like, no, I just, you know, we just do it. And everybody was like, you really need to get into it. So that's how it started. We just went off of what people thought and loved our stuff. And we kind of felt like we'd seen and done everything at Winston's and got all of our um, design skills there and, it just felt like so many other shops did the same, or design studios did the same thing, um, or it was corporate, or it was two wasn't just like two women together mm-hmm. that kind of collaborated, had so many great ideas to kind of give the bride and the group, you know, to go from. Yeah, I think we bring each of us brings something different um, to the table. You know, like this, we both have our strengths and our weaknesses, and we know exactly yeah. and we can tell each other to take a step back <laughs> or you're going too far or you know like you know slow it down or speed right. it up or we're very honest with each other almost you know to a fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but it makes it it really does make it work and we can we are still really best friends which is amazing too yeah well that's incredible because usually it's tough for friends or family to kind of go into business together it can either make or break the relationship and it seems that you guys have obviously really hit it right and i love the fact that you you each know which one of you is strong at what part and you know who's going to handle what part of it and the other is going to handle the other part and you know tell us about blooms of boston tell us what you do who you serve and what business was like you know up to this point we'll get to the pandemic in just a little bit but tell us about blooms of boston and what people can expect when they hire you for something um so we are just we just do weddings and events only right now we don't have a storefront we've talked about it but you know, in the end, it worked out well that we don't. Um, we work out of my garage. We have a design studio there my husband built, and Erica's husband both built us for. Uh, so we have that, and we typically just do weddings events. We also do design nights. Um, Erica's going to talk about that, which is a huge hit. We started about six years ago, um, and that's one of our biggest, biggest parts of our, our uh, business as well. It's really, I say it's like the heart of our business because we always had friends and family say, oh, you must love what you do. It's so fun to play with flowers, um, quote unquote play, but yeah. at the end of the day, you still have a business. Right. And of course we love it, but we, we started doing design nights and bringing these women together. Our first one, we shut off sales. Over a hundred women came. Um, wow. we, we had dinner before um, we held it at Rosario in August, a local business that we, you know, know some of the, some family there. And now most recently we're at Mix 360 a lot because we needed a big space and they could accommodate us. So we also added in some wi- local women who they can shop their business prior to designing. So we have about 10 to 15 local women-owned, all handmade business um, that these women come, they shop the hour before, then they make their own wreaths. We've shut off sales at over 140 women. It's just crazy. Um, Are those happening still now? Can people still sign up to be a part of those DIY design nights? So we don't. Um, There is a lot of companies around, though, that do virtual nights. But for me and Kara personally, we want to be with In person. Like for us, personal. Yeah, Yeah, it's very personal. It's 
it's almost like teaching is like just amazing, but it's also the laugh yeah. we have, the fun we have. So we're going to hold off until we can be back to 100% and be involved with everyone like we want to be and right. be all together again and celebrate. No, I, I hear that. And I actually just listening yeah. to you talk about it, like, you know, I go into stores all the time and I see beautiful wreaths and I see beautiful designs of, of the artificial flowers and the way things are sort of put together. And I always think in my head, oh, how hard can it be? I could probably figure it out. Right. Not <laughs> even close. Like I would spend my yeah. whole week stressing out over how to do it to make it look good. So I think those are great. And you know what? When this is all over, I'll be signing up to go to one of those <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So you can imagine what it looks like when it's over 100 women in a room and they're all <laughs> yelling at us. Can you do this the rest? Can you? It's, I'm sure. It's so so many laughs. It's so fun. But what a great idea. So we'll have to look forward to that for sure when this is all yeah. over. You know, yeah. I, I want to ask the two of you, what what is it about flowers that makes us so happy? You know, they're a part of our some of our most important events in life. Why do you think they have such a powerful message attached to them for a wedding or a special event? I think it just enhances the event so much more. I mean, anyone can have a party and and just have like great food and drinks or whatever. But I think the flowers just put that event over the top and it's just so beautiful to look at. Like we're at the flower market now grabbing some stuff for a small wedding and just like the setup of all these flowers just is so amazing to both of us. Like we're kind of giddy when you come yeah. here and you haven't yeah. been here so long. Yeah. And you know, we, you take things for granted because when you're bit, when we were busy, we're like, Oh my God, we got another wedding. I just, but you right. do it, and then in the end, you're just wow. You're wow. You kind of wowed yourself, and then you come here after we haven't been here in so long. And you're like, oh, I miss this stuff. You and just miss it all so much. But it definitely brings just a different feeling yeah. to any event. I, I think it just makes you feel like you're almost. It's a home feeling to me. It's just a familiar comfort feeling. If you're just waking up and tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. And we've been talking with Cara Rulo and Erica Clardy, the co-owners of the award-winning floral design boutique Blooms of Boston. They, like many small business owners, have been faced with such uncertain futures amid the pandemic. Let's get back to our conversation. Let's go back to February, the later weeks of February of 2020, because, I mean, is that usually when wedding season starts to sort of hit its stride? Is it in February usually? So I would say wedding season now is all year. Yeah. Okay. Like people, winter, winter weddings. weddings yeah. Winter weddings are trending. Um, so we work honestly all year. So February, um, you know, wasn't really affected yet. We had one small wedding. It was really much when the shutdowns happened that changed our business forever. Well, that's I what I was going like. to say. You know, what industry? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were going into our 10th year of business. It would have been our most lucrative and not even like in a financial sense, just we were knowing who our client was. They were knowing who we were. Right. So we were really feeling like we were hitting off stride. We were set to have the most weddings, you know, so, but overall just, COVID has affected everything. the state, everything. Yeah. So a lot of our industry is suffering right now. So, Well, I was going to ask, what, what were you doing? Do you remember the moment when all of a sudden it just hit and everything shut down and you got the notification that everything is going to be different? What was that like? Can you share your experience? Because I know there are so many, so many other business owners that listen that are feeling the same way. And it, it helps to know that they're not alone in that feeling. 
Um, a hundred percent. I was at the flower market. Erica was on her way to meet me and we were picking up flowers for a design night. That was the next day or the day yeah. after March 13th, Friday the 13th. Wow. And we were in Erica's Which also would have been our, was it our 20 or 30th design night? Yeah. I can't even Something remember crazy. right now, but it was a, also and the same day. And yeah. her mom works at Mass General and she said, my mom said, do not get, do not pick up those flowers. We're probably going to have to cancel. Wow. So I literally was giving our wholesaler direct flowers at um in 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 uh, Chelsea. I was giving her my credit card and I was like, hold on, wait a second. And we just stopped. And literally, it was just. I remember looking at Paula like, this is terrible. It was so mm-hmm. depressing. She didn't know. Well, we just. I was buying so many flowers for so many women that were coming. So you know, then she's kind of stuck with that. And right. then Erica and I just left and we met for coffee and just collect like what do we do we had a we had to cancel all of our vendors we had to cancel you know had to send a heartfelt email to these women that are expecting to meet with sure. us we had a couple of women ask if we were going to cancel so it was just like overwhelming we it, it, like i almost want to say like that day was you know how some days you're like are are three days into one that day yes. was like five days into one because yeah. it was like we're at the market, then we're here, then we're there, then I'm getting my kids and doing that. It was just right. like, it was so overwhelming and anxiety-driven that you were just like, but in the end, we both kept saying, thank God we canceled it, because then the next day, it was all shut down. Yeah. Right. Right. And I mean, here at the station, I mean, we thought, I remember it being around St. Patrick's Day, we thought, okay, this will just be for two or three weeks at the most. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll just, right. yeah. we'll deal with it for a couple weeks and, and we'll manage, you know, we had contest mm-hmm. giveaways, all this, everything just stopped yeah, and we thought, yeah. okay, it'll be fine. It'll get through it. But then it just kept going. So yeah. I- I'm curious to know what, what did you both do then once you realized, you know, April and May, how did you manage to just keep your business afloat and keep it moving the best way that you could. So in the type of business we have, it was just a complete shutdown. Mm -hmm. So our first wedding, I think was an April wedding after that. And then, which was rescheduled. So it was dealing with over 40 clients, um, moving, rescheduling, some canceled, just so unknown and, when you're dealing with a, a person that's getting married and it's supposed to be their most <laughs> important day, you kind of put aside any of your own feeling because you have to remember that this is really happening to them. Right. And it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for you, but it's even more heartbreaking for them. So it's phone calls, it's clients, it's your kids running below you screaming while yep. a bride could possibly be crying on the mm-hmm. phone to you. So, you know, it's navigating all that while you are trying to sustain your business and it's I mean like everyone else feels this effect it's it's just heartbreaking for this whole industry as well as many other entertainment all industries Mm -hmm. you know are suffering right now so what can we do as listeners what can we do to help do you have online ordering tell us whatever we can do you know as listeners as viewers as clients how can we help blooms of boston in any way right now so we we did do some um we just had some christmas arrangement um on available that we're doing this week for christmas so that's closed but i think we plan to do some valentine's day i mean i will be honest with you any support to a small local business stop 
Yeah, I mean, right now we're at a standstill. We're just trying to hop onto any kind of floral holiday we can and just kind of run with it. We did some Thanksgiving stuff, um, and we've gotten tremendous support from all of our followers um, that we see on a yearly basis, like almost like spring, summer, fall, yeah. winter, all the time. Um, they've helped us out so much and all, have been ordering so, you know, at this point, I would just say not even just us. It's every small business. Support every small business you can because in the end, those are the ones that are suffering the most. So I would just say not just us. Just support as many small, especially at the, at the holiday time, getting Christmas gifts, whatnot. Well, I'm going to give your website out just so everybody hearing knows sure. it. It's bloomsofboston.com bloomsofboston.com. We're going to put a link up on our site as well so people can click, they can contact you, and hopefully they can do whatever. If it's a monetary donation, anything, or ordering whatever, for whatever you have planned coming up, we want to yeah. get the word out. So it's bloomsofboston.com. You know, and in addition to being business owners, um, you both have young kids. How in the world do you run a business and have a pandemic hit and then you have kids at home doing remote learning? How are you doing that? I honestly don't even know. <laughs> I, I almost want to say the last nine months is kind of a blur. Yeah. Um, it's, I, think, I think running a business as a mom non-pandemic is, is stressful in itself trying to coordinate, you know, sure. everything. Yeah. Um, but our kids are great kids and they realize it, you know, our families have been business owners for years. So it's like how I grew up. So I think it's just something that's instilled in me and that's how, you know, the kids actually feed off it. So mm -hmm. they get it. Yeah. And I know with Erica's kids, they're a little bit younger. So I think I just put them right to work. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what we've been doing. My daughter's 11 and she was like in our, she was one of our, in our little tiny room that we started at before we got a studio built. It was literally so small. It was like an office. And my daughter Francesca would be at the end, just like cutting or whatever. And she was like three years old. I want to wow. say, yeah. I stay up really late. Yeah. I bet you I do. Really late and I get all anything, you know, communication to clients, proposals, like every, you know, lucky for us, we can um, move our schedule around to accommodate our kids where some people are home, they have to be on and take right. their yeah. kids next to them, where we can juggle in that way. And then we have amazing support systems from our Absolutely. parents, our in-laws, extended family that since day one, I will say, has, can you take... The kids, you know, for weekends and things. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to ask this of each of you. Kara, I'm going to ask you first. What's the first thing that you're looking forward to doing, both personally and professionally, once this crazy chaos is over and we can get back to some sort of normalcy? Um, honestly, a setup for a regular normal-sized wedding that we used to do. Our last huge wedding was last November, and it was at Granite Links, and it was unbelievable. It was stunning. It was a big setup. So I think... I'll miss, coming from an Italian family, I think parties that are big with tons of people and music mm -hmm. and dancing and drinking, like, to me, that's, that's so awesome. And I think when you set up a wedding of that size, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing in general. Never mm -hmm. mind, look at these flowers. I think I strive to, when we can set up for even a hundred per, a normal person wedding that we've missed this whole year. Erica, wow. I'll ask the same question of you. What are you looking forward to the most? 
Um, a tropical island with a drink, <laughs> maybe alone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, for me personally, that would be definitely on the top. And the same, honestly, just being able to have a 200-person wedding yeah, and, yeah. you know, being able to set it up. And I always, always look back when I'm walking out the door and just take it in our setup and just, you can't put into words how satisfying that is, knowing that. You're happy with the outcome, and you just know that the bride is going to see that and just hopefully feel the same thing you felt. What advice would you both have for all the women that we have listening to our show every day who may want to branch out on their own, start their own company, start their own business? What simple advice or tips would you have for them? Don't give up. Don't let anything like a pandemic set you back. You just keep moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I worked and Kara, we both worked full-time jobs while we did this and we both left those and, you know, just a few years ago to give this 100%. So it definitely takes a hustle and you have to love it and you have to really want it to make it work. And if you want, it will, it will, it will work if you put the hustle in. What is the one thing that you both are most proud of as, a, as business owners, as a company, what is the, the one thing that you're most proud of that you've been able to accomplish? I guess just where we are today. Just I never thought 10 years ago we would be here. Just getting to know other women business in business, being able to collaborate with them in this past year was amazing because it gave us something to feel good about, something to strive for, just all the collaborations we did. And just where we are as mothers, as you know, wives, as just in being able to sustain our business and see it grow is amazing. Well, I think what what you've been able to accomplish and getting through this, I mean, if you could get through this, you guys can get through <laughs> yeah. everything. I mean, that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you honestly, your industry is not, if not the number one business industry that was hit the hardest. I mean, you're definitely up there in the top three. So the fact that the two of you are still going at it and you will get out of it on the other side you know, good for you. Keep it up. We're going to do everything we can to help you along the way, you know, here at Exceptional Women. So again, their website is bloomsofboston.com. Go there, check it out, contact them. We're going to help as many small business owners because this is, this is what we have to do. We have to pick each other up, help each other get through it. I think the two of you are absolutely extraordinary. I am, I'm so happy that we had you on the show today and I hope everybody listening Go to bloomsofboston.com. Check Kara and Erica out. They're doing great work. They're working moms. They've got kids at home, remote learning, everything. They're business owners. They are the package deal. Ladies, good luck to you. And if you need anything, we are here for you at Magic 106.7. Thank you so much for being on the show Thank today. You, Kendra. Thank totally. you, Kendra. Thank you so much. We appreciate everything. Thank you to Kara and Erica from Blooms of Boston for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities, CEOs, and your neighbors who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone who you think is exceptional and someone that we should feature on our podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. Sue and I love talking with all of you, so be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.